Hi, welcome to Two Italian Women and the Stories We Tell with Erica Martin and Diane Bugolino. Welcome back. So last time we were talking about self-love and that is not just little things we do to take care of ourselves, that's self-care. And we talked about all the different chakras in the body and how they hold and store energy. Would that be a fair summary? That is a good summary. Okay. And so... Today, we really wanted to focus on mind and body. So in order to really begin paying attention to the things that are going on in our body, we really need to understand the things that are going on mentally and take away all the different layers, all the bullshit, all the stories we tell ourselves, all the things we've been through. And at the bottom of that pile is just a thought. Our thoughts dictate everything. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. So it is a reaction to what we're going through that dictates the quality of our life, not actually what we're going through. So for example, you talk a lot about breast cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And how hard that was. But at some point you had to make a decision, like your thoughts were no longer going to be held by that fear and that anxiety. You made a decision that this was not going to control you. You were going to control it. Right. And when you did that, how did that change your life? hundred percent. Like I was in control. Even though your situation did not change. Right. Right. Your thoughts changed. And what I want you all to understand is your thoughts dictate your feelings. So in other words, if you have fearful and negative thoughts, your feelings will be fearful and negative. Right. So if you have a positive thought, you're going to feel good. If you have a negative or fear-based thought, you're going to feel negative. So your emotions are really based on your thoughts. It's that simple. So you need to begin to change your thinking. And and how you begin to do that is asking yourself two very basic questions. Who am I? Which goes to our last conversation about really figuring out who we are. And how am I going to respond And if you can figure out part one, who I am, and who I want to be, then how you're going to respond makes sense. There'll be an alignment, you know? So you said, I don't want to be a victim to having breast cancer, right? And so that changed everything energetically for you. You began to take control of your life and said, I will not live in the fear of the disease. Correct. Correct. Right. And same for me, you know, I struggled for eight years undiagnosed with this like crazy autoimmune condition. And I have to tell you, it was very hard. And it was like, who am I going to be? I think all I was focusing on is I just want to survive this. You know, that's all, that's who I want to be. I just want to get through this. And then the longer the universe tests us on certain subjects, Mm -hmm. I think those tests are there for a reason. (laughs) Because it's challenging you to say in, despite diversity, despite things that are really challenging, can you still be who you are? Do you still remain your true self? And that's the trick. Or is it going to change you for the better? Oh, even better. Or the worse. And we hope not the worse, but that can happen. Yeah. Right. So it becomes the conscious awareness that our thoughts are everything. Our thoughts are dictating our feelings. Our feelings are then dictating our behaviors. Our behaviors are then dictating our outcome, right? And this is a lot of what we do in cognitive behavioral therapy. Look at our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors. 
mm-hmm. and then our desired behaviors, right? So if you're saying, I want to behave a certain way, but I'm not, I'm behaving the opposite, then you really need to look at what your thoughts are. And more complicated, I'm hoping this makes sense. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. Your thoughts are dictated by your belief, your belief system. And that's the root chakra that we were talking about in our first video. It's like, what grounds you? Where do you hold your beliefs, your beliefs about who you are, family expectations, family of origin, your life experiences, your childhood experiences that shape us, right? So if deep down you believe you're not good enough, then every thought you have is going to be a reflection of that belief. Correct. Does that resonate with you? But you can change that. Absolutely. And maybe talk about that. Like, how do we begin to change that? One is awareness and education, which is why Diane and I are here. And two is practice, right? Whatever practice you, whatever practice you want to use to change that. Mm-hmm. But first, you need to. First, I find that the person needs to find out what they need to change. So you need to find out <clears throat> what it is. I think you were just saying, what what is my adverse belief I need to change? Mm-hmm. And changing a belief is hard because when you think about it, it's kind of like an invisible virus that runs on your computer, right? It's there. It's always there. It's always active, but you're just not aware of it until something goes wrong. And when something goes wrong, it's like you have like a crisis reaction to it, but it's been there all along. Right. It's just now it's like rearing its ugly head and saying, hey, you need to pay attention to me. You need to do something. So our belief systems are like viruses. You know, or mm-hmm. a Norton's antivirus that protects you, right? It depends on, on which side of the belief system you're on. But those negative beliefs or those self-limiting beliefs will absolutely create those emotional thoughts and reactions that are filled with negativity and fear and anxiety. And you then get to say, who do I want to be? I don't want to be anxious and fearful and living in this kind of anxiety, which means that's where you begin. That's where you start to think, I'm going to change the way I interact. And it's hard because these things have been there a long time, which is why we approach everything from that mind, body, spirit perspective. What, what appeals to one person may not appeal to the other, but it's finding the gateway for you personally that opens you up to saying, you know what, change actually is possible. It's, po- it's possible for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how old you are Mm-mm. or how long that program has been running. You have the power to do that. And so we really just kind of wanted to walk you through very quickly that cognitive behavior lesson today of your thoughts dictate your feelings, your feelings dictate your emotions, your emotions dictate your behavior. And so if you're caught up in a behavior or a cycle that you feel like I really just cannot get myself out of it, you got to look at your belief system. And that's the hardest thing to do. And I promise you, as soon as you say my belief system is um, I don't feel good enough. Even under that, there's going to be deeper layers of why you don't feel good enough. That's your work, right? So so I don't know about you, but my self-defeating behavior, behaviors, I guess I should say, came from the belief that I'm not good enough and I don't feel heard and I don't feel valued. And so if I take that belief system into every interaction I have, 
at work or with friendships or whatever, you can see how toxic that is. Like I, if that's my belief, I'm just waiting for someone to make me feel bad, to make me feel unvaluable, right? Where that came from? Well, that's a whole other story. I had to do a whole lot of work around that. But like, what was your self-limiting belief? If you could go back to that time, do you know what it was for you? I don't know. Um, thinking. I have an idea, but I'm going to let you. Like what, what it actually was. I think there was lots of I'm sure. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not deserving. Those are a few coming to my, my head right now. And tied to that, though, was then why speak up? Like mm-hmm. my needs, my voice mm-hmm. isn't important because I'm not good enough, right? Or I'm not deserving. And so if you live in that energy of two of us not being good enough, not being deserving of things, then you live in deficit. But when you start realizing these were just made up thoughts, these were, there's really nothing of merit to this. It's amazing how that shift in that belief system changes everything. Because now we look at it Mm -hmm. and say, you know, I am deserving. I do the work. I help people. I'm an empath. I'm a light. I want to do good in this world. Why am I not deserving? of being treated the same way I treat others. Right. And, you know, we've been through a lot, whether it's family of addiction, physical illness, which I really think is a manifestation of the amount of stress that both of us have been through, um, whatever it is. There are some know, really odd illnesses. I know you and me, but I think at past though, we're so sensitive. <laughs> that. We are, you know, but I, I love this. My acupuncturist, like, well, we have an acupuncturist. We love her. Hi, Helen, if you're watching, we're saying hello. Hi. And Helen said to me, oh, you're such a delicate flower, but you have a strong root. Your petals are delicate, but you I, have a strong I, root. I love that. I think so, too, because I, I, I like that. the idea of being a delicate flower. Um, although, I mean, I, I know people say that in a loving way. Makes me feel like vulnerable all the time. But there is power and vulnerability, which we're going to do a whole other segment on. Um, but you can be strong and vulnerable at the same time. So getting rid of that yeah. ego Allowing yourself to stand in your truth is the most beautiful gift that you can ever give yourself. So from two Italian women. And you are a gift. You're a gift to this world. Mm-hmm. And don't ever forget that. No, and if you do, just tune in because we'll remind you. Absolutely. Two Italian women. And the stories we tell. With Eric Martin. And Diane Bovolino. About life. Love. Heartache. And redemption. Focus on redemption. Bye. Bye.